Sci-Fi Saturday Night. Sci-Fi Saturday Night. Stay tuned with the two of two O's. We will begin in mass invasion. We'll tell your people to surrender now and avoid war. Don't think you get me so easily. It is now time for us to put Earth under our roof. It's your sacred duty to tell us the truth. Confess, confess that you will give you witchcraft. Can overrun the entire world? We cannot be defeated. We have never been defeated. That is the message to bring your people. Yeah, they're dead. They're all messed up. Five by Saturday night. Welcome, welcome, welcome to a new year of Area 51 recordings of Sci-Fi Saturday Night, the only podcast to guarantee to remain carbon neutral for the new year. Hey, everybody, I'm your vaccinated host, The Dome, and this is episode 506. So tonight, it's another mask-mandated semi-quarantine evening here in Area 51. That was an odd pause. Yeah, we'll let it go. And in this episode, it's welcome back to old friends. We'll get to that in a minute. Also, uh, in the Area 51 broadcast facility tonight, sitting in at the help desk and snicker snack bar, it's Commander Cam, just back from his enforced vacation. Commander Cam, how are you, my friend? Oh, very good. Uh, the uh, the uh, the planet of uh, enforced phlegm says hi. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That was fun, wasn't it, huh? Oh, yes. Fun for everyone? Yes. So what did you do during your enforced vacation? Well, let's see. So I got caught up on all my books that I've been reading. Uh, The Necronomicon was definitely a thrill a minute. I won't give away the ending, though, on the air, you know, because just, I don't know. I don't know. The ending, the world ends. Dome. You didn't know that? You know, yeah, the world no, I, I know that. I finished the book, but there's listeners okay. out there. You're supposed to say spoiler alert before oh, you spoiler put out alert, a page. The world ends. We go. Sorry, see, but it's too late. Dome, don't, you're going to have to go back and edit that out. I just, I tell you, you know. No, nope, sorry. Sorry. Here. You know, we don't edit here. <laughs> <laughs> I'm an idiot, but we don't edit. All right, fine. Uh, well, you know, you, you just ruined that for, I don't know, however many people haven't finished the Necronomicon yet. Well, you know, we can just go back to reading, you know, th- throwing rhyming couplets to Yogg-Sagoth and be done with it. I think we'll be fine. That works. Uh, so anyhow, tonight is old friend night here, where tonight we can talk to an old friend author and read an old friend book both of which are wonderful the old friend author tonight is our old friend whom we absolutely adore and love vs holmes the international best-selling author they created the reforged series in the nell bentley books smoke and rain the first book in their fantasy quartet which won the new apple literary excellence in independent publishing award in 2015 in addition they published the short fiction in several anthologies When not writing, they work as a contract archaeologist throughout the Northeast. They live in a tiny house with their spouse, 
a fellow archaeologist. They're not so tiny, dog, and they're way too many books for such a small abode. As a disabled and queer human, they work as an advocate and educator for representation in the science fiction world. We love them so much, and we can't welcome them back with more of an open heart. The welcome back. Thank you so, so much for having me again. This has been such a touchstone to be able to talk with both of you so regularly. Um, Almost, almost every year. I mean, with with the exception of the year that shall not be named, I think. So. <laughs> <laughs> yes. 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 That that year shall not exist in any time frame. Yeah. But <laughs> whatever. Oh, and and I think at the beginning of of every book that come out, you have been here, especially with the Nell Bentley books, which are my absolute adoring favorites, because Nell. Is, is one of my all-time favorite characters uh, in, in the sci-fi world. Uh, oh, God, for any number of, of, of wonderful reasons, not the least of which is because she's such a beautifully broken character. Well, thank you. I mean... I, I might have put a little a little bit extra broken uh, in, in, into her um, <laughs> when when people ask like oh so so which of your characters is the most like you it's like well well they're all like me but she got all of my all of my screw ups so <laughs> I'm not sure that I would disagree with that but I'm not sure that I'd agree with it either because she is Nell brings such a strength of of to the books and i mean she has gone from the, this whole series of books from heretic uh ah i've lost the whole series now give me a break mm-hmm. <sighs> from disciples travelers through that whole series uh, and we've talked about every single one of these books on the show. And I, I can remember a long time ago when we sat across from each other at a con and you went, I would love for you to read this book with this character. And I started reading it at, at the con. <laughs> and then I, I walked across the aisle and I sat down next to you and I said, would you come on my show, please, and talk about this book? Because it's so much fun. <laughs> and this character is so cool. And, the, and and Nell Bentley's gotten better and smarter and brighter. And at the same time, angrier and, and, and more brilliant and more self-aware. And, and at the same time, wacky. <laughs> and then we we get we get to this one and 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 I'm sitting there and I'm going okay she's finally got it together no she doesn't oh god no she doesn't <laughs> boy does she not <laughs> well she did for like about the first 15 pages <laughs> oh man <laughs> so let's talk about 
if we can for a few minutes, sociologically, where Nell evolved from to get where she is now? That's that's such a good question because of all my characters, you know, I for the longest time I was a huge planner and plotter when it came to writing. Um, or or I guess I should say I I, I thought I was. <laughs> and Nell was an exercise. She was uh, arguably I wouldn't say a mistake, but she wasn't on purpose. And I just kind of wanted to write this scene I I was newly falling in love with archaeology myself and I had just in a very Nell move um you know changed my entire career path from pre-med to like oh I'm gonna go like dig up dead people and (laughs) (laughs) I I have a joke (laughs) that I I realized I preferred them already dead (laughs) so but, but before I got my hands on them and um you know, the first book, as she's realizing how little she knows about her world, that was me realizing how much I wanted to learn about our world and falling in love with this career path that I had never, ever planned. I mean, most people are like, oh, I always loved Indiana Jones. Like, I mean, I, I did, but I never thought that was the job for me. And a lot of travelers which, you know, though Disciples is is set sort of simultaneously, um, and and it's a prequel, Travelers was, was the first I wrote. And a lot of that was me trying to figure out why the hell I decided to make this huge change. And what about humans as angry and, you know, sort sort of misanthropic um, <laughs> as as I was why I I wanted to study people and so a lot of that you can you can see in in travelers and so that's really where Nell started um and she was sort of me trying to answer these questions uh for myself and then of course you know throw in some explosions and some sex scenes because why not <laughs> well there's got to um, be room for that yeah yeah, absolutely. yeah so that's really where she started and then more than probably any other character I've written, she evolved organically, um, I, I think. And and it still is. That's, that's part of, we were talking earlier off air about, um, you know, my, my little mental breakdown this, this past year and how I had to stop writing. And a lot of it was, I had no idea what she was doing. And I had no idea why she was doing the things she was doing and what she wanted. And finally I realized, oh, it's because she doesn't know. And she she has no idea who she is anymore or, or what she wants to do. And that was that was really helpful. Um, but it did take me until like probably li- literally two days ago to start writing again. So <laughs> nice timing on my part, huh? Yeah. <laughs> Thank God. <laughs> it's been a very different conversation. What books? <laughs> I'm not a writer. <laughs> Why are you calling me? it's funny because i have i have a quote that i want to throw at you from book four uh oh yeah i've got i've actually got three of them but we'll start with this one um i actually have four of them 
Oh God. <laughs> um, See if I remember them now. <laughs> no, that's okay. I I will remind you. For those of us traveling from the Fadamore and Odyssey of Earth, welcome. We hope you enjoy your stay. For those of us from Earth, welcome home. Mm-hmm. And as I read that, and as Nell heard that, she was oddly chilled and not nearly as comforted as she should have been by it. Mm-hmm. And I found that very discomforting. Un- un- mm-hmm. And that was fairly early on in the book. Yeah. And, and, and I wondered <laughs> why. And it wasn't until I got till the end of the book that I began to realize why those two words at the end there, welcome home, had no comfort for Nell Bentley. Mm-hmm. Can you tell this this book was written in 2020? <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> I could tell that's where it started being written. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, that there was a there was a darkness that fell upon all of us during 2020 uh, in, t- in terms of what we were accomplishing, what we were trying to accomplish. And uh, yeah. So, yeah. And and that brought me to the question, is there really a home for Nell Bentley anymore? Mm-hmm. And that was that was my question at that point, that got answered with the very last chapter of that book. And I'm not going to answer it. You don't need to answer it. But I'll tell you right now, it wasn't the answer I was expecting. No. Because once again, you've done the same thing that you do with every one of your books, which is you Thelma and Louise us right to the edge of the cliff. (laughs) (laughs) And then, of course, I I always say that the next book will be out in, you know, like a couple months and then like a year and a half goes by. (laughs) I was going to say it was a long time between books this time, my dear. A long time. And and I hate to say that the next one is... Maybe half finished. Maybe <laughs> it's worth it. It it's, well, it's my favorite Nell book so far. But the, the good news is it's half done. The bad news is. is it's half done. The bad news <laughs> is it, it it was all the way done six months ago. <laughs> oh no! <laughs> <laughs> Turns out the whole time I was actually writing the final book, book six, and I didn't realize it. <laughs> and then you realized you had to put a. There's some stuff in between that had to go in. Right. Like, none of this makes sense because none of it's happened yet. (laughs) (laughs) One One of the things that Cam and I were talking about, and Cam, you can chime in on this, is that uh, not only from a sociological and um, archaeological standpoint is, is this book just just solid, solid, solid work. But from a science standpoint, this book is just a whole lot of wonderfully solid work. 
Thank you. No, I'll, I'll, I'll second that statement because I was before because you had you'd mentioned we talked briefly while we were off the air um, before you came on and Dome and I were talking. One of the things I took away from this book was just how solid a science fiction writer you are. This is this is very solid. There's no. And believe me, I've, I've said this a number of times. I love your fantasy writing. I love your epic fantasy. Domo recommend, I mean, not that I don't love Nell. I love Nell, but for some reason, fantasy resonates more with me. Mm-hmm. But there's nothing magical about your science. There's no magic of, you know, oh, we just pressed the button and zip, we're there. We're to Earth. There's, there, you had to go through a distance. There was a distance. Even though you had a gate, there was still... That I love that moment when they're there as she finds out she's thinking, well, I'm just going to go through the gate and travel back to Earth. We'll be there, you know, within a couple hours. And they go, nope, nope. Guess who gets to go back and deep freeze now? <laughs> Here's a panic attack. Have fun. <laughs> yeah. and, and, and yes, and that's also part of what I liked about it was her psychological reaction, which is sometimes missing from some science fiction I read, is that, that psychological reaction to having to be frozen for uh, so that you can travel that distance. Mm-hmm. It, it, it is just a wonderful thing to add that human element to the science, which, like I said, is very the solid. The element of but humanism, it, yes, yeah. is, is very often missing. And, uh, yeah. yeah, it's 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 the one thing that Nell has never not had double negative oh bad idea but yeah shame on you dumb i know but yeah i mean you know nell wears her heart on her sleeve good lord does she (laughs) despite claiming she probably doesn't have a heart half of the time okay which which is bullshit (laughs) oh my god if anybody has a heart it's her and uh I think she protects it well. She armors it. I think it's almost too soft, too tender. And I think I almost, this is the impression I just get, is that she armors it too much. Mm-hmm. So that if there's moments where I just, I watch her and she go, and I'm going, you're armoring it too much. But mm-hmm. that's maybe just me. Maybe I'm projecting. Who knows? <laughs> so what I'm hearing you say, in a not too subtle manner is Nell's got two more books in her. She does. She, she has two more books and while I may revisit that world, um, I believe that number six will be the last main arc when it comes to Nell Bentley and her interactions with with idh and los pobladores and all of the people who sort of fall into the cracks in between those those two factions there might be some cameos because i can't help myself (laughs) 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 i'm i'm like i i love putting easter eggs into my books even though um you know maybe with the exception of of yourselves i don't know (laughs) how many people are going to pick up on them Uh, but no, oh, I, I love a good Easter egg, so <laughs> bring it on. Well, Cam, as someone who has read both my my sci-fi and my fantasy, um, I'm going to call you out on your reading comprehension here. Uh, 
did did Go you happen it. to notice that Alia from Smoke and Rain uses a very similar alias to Nell Bentley? Oh. <laughs> oh, how <laughs> the freaking hell did I miss that? So it's, it's oh, yeah, that's, that's Lena like Gray so obvious. and Lena Gray. <laughs> yes. Yes. Oh, freaking A. How in hell did I miss that? Oh. I was Gee, I get to miss it because I'm myself. old. Nice <laughs> try. <laughs> no, I don't even have that excuse. I'm usually, you, you know me, Dome. I'm usually dead on. Stuff like that does not slide past me. I'm very good at picking out that kind of stuff. And that one, you slid right at, okay, <laughs> I am bowing before you. You just cannot see me. Well, I mean. That uh, is absolutely amazing. <laughs> To to be fair, we can we can probably chalk it up to like I don't want to think of another name. <laughs> no 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 I'm going I'm going with your previous statement. Okay. I'm just going to go with that. So so my question is this: mm-hmm. if you're, and I know that one of the things you do is is you are a planner and a plotter because that's what you do. I mean, you, you're you're willing to make changes once you, once you put your plans into into play, mm-hmm. but for the most part, you know you you're two books ahead right now. And mm-hmm. my question to you is, when Nell is done, what are you thinking of in terms of sci-fi, or are you putting science fiction away for a while? Well. So honestly, I sort of have to have, you know, up until, the, you know, this this past year, I, I usually have to have two projects going at, at any one point. And usually one is sci-fi and one is fantasy uh, because um, masochist, I don't know, but <laughs> uh, palate cleanser, that's a nicer way to put it. So I like that. Yeah, <laughs> I, I don't know. I, I definitely have plans for this world. Um, I want to revisit uh, two characters who now you, you're both familiar with, uh, Jem and Andy. Yeah. Because I wrote a short story years and years ago um, that that was sort of in the same universe, but like not not super connected. Uh, and I really want to revisit that, revamp it. Um, I've, I've changed a lot about the characters since then. And I would love to do a serial with Jem and Andy and sort of show more of the world through the eyes of people who have been in it a lot longer than Nell and maybe have been more welcoming to <laughs> aspects of it than, than Nell has been. So I'm, I'm definitely going to, to do that. I have plans maybe for a, a more like science fantasy um space opera e uh pirates in space thing that i would like to revisit i don't know how how sci it's going to be it might be more fi <laughs> as, <laughs> as far as the science is, is concerned but those are those are my and projects that that i have at least science fiction wise on the horizon have no fear. I will definitely read the heck out of that because oh, I, yeah, like my, I like my I like myself a good sci fantasy any day, yeah. just as much as I do like good hard science fiction. 
I do love a good uh, good space opera any day. So bring it on. I'm I'm <laughs> just sort of wanting to to do a an an, an R-rated um, Treasure Planet. <laughs> That's, that's oh, what my aim is. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> and uh, basically, I can't wait for. And now for something completely different. I'm yes. good for that. <laughs> I I love Nell, but she she deserves to have me stop messing with her life for a little bit here. But you th- I think I think I could be wrong. But I think there's always a spot in your heart where Nell resides. Yes, that's that that's true. She she's been with me for for a long time, and uh, I actually sort of recently my husband's been reading through the through the series. He just finished Heretics uh, like a week or so ago, and um, you know no. <laughs> No pressure when someone's literally staring at you as you're writing the next book. <laughs> but we we came to the realization that in so many ways, so many more ways really than than I am, he is Nell. <laughs> oh really? He, he is Nell. So I arguably I married Nell, so Nell will certainly be a part of my life. Okay. For, for a long time here. So fair enough. Fair enough. It's it's important when when a character has played such a, a major role in your writing career. Uh, when it when a, a when a character has become such a dominant part of your writing life that you know you somehow begin to identify with them in some way, shape, or form. Uh, and and from my standpoint as a reader and my standpoint as in knowing you as I do, mm-hmm. the lines blur. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and I know and I know that sounds silly, but I'm a silly guy. And the lines blur. I find that when I read Nell, I hear your voice. Mm-hmm. When I think about you, I hear Nell. Um, and it's been that way for an awfully long time. So the two have actually become kind of one in a lot of ways. And, and, don't think that that's a mistake. I definitely I think, write the best, I think, when I'm wallowing in it. <laughs> when you're writing and you're deep into what you're writing and you're so locked into and keyed into and and one with the written word there was one phrase that i grabbed out of out of this last book and i went well this is her <laughs> and i just kind of went yeah this is v and it was she peered through the slats 
Tracing the copper. Wishing defusing a bomb was as simple as Die Hard led her to believe it was. <laughs> <laughs> it's just cutting the red wire. I mean, seriously. <laughs> and then in the back of my mind, I'm hearing somebody say, you know, if I was going to build a bomb, I'd just make all the wires black. <laughs> And, well, and as as I'm reading that line, I'm going ah, to be as talented and aware of the world and characterization and storytelling as you are is wonderful. Well, thank you. The it's, the, the truth is, I've never seen Die Hard. <laughs> <laughs> okay, because I was going to say, I'm trying to remember where he was trying to defuse a bomb in the first Die Hard. And I didn't, but I mean, of course, it's been ages since I've seen it. I, I, think, I, I think I've literally, I haven't seen it since it like first came out. And, I, but I there's some, remember. some movie, uh, one of the Die Hard movies where there's a bomb, I'm pretty sure, because I'm, I mean, there's got to be. Yeah, I agree with you. Someone told I, me that. <laughs> I was like, name name a, a an action movie where there's a bomb. Like it's like like thank God for my for my husband because I'm constantly saying like, okay, what's what's a really cheap scotch? Or like, all right, what's a gun that someone would <laughs> so. He helps with the details. Ah, good. You need a person like that. Mm-hmm. What our audience needs to remember is there's three kinds of writers in the world. There are fun writers, there are engaging writers, and there are writers that can do both. And V is all three. (laughs) (laughs) And if you read this book, Without reading the other three previous to it, you're cheating yourself. You'll also be a little confused, but that that's a whole other story. I don't think you're, I think you could do it. And I read a couple of, yeah, I read a couple of reviews, both on Goodreads and on Amazon, where people were kind of silly and did that and went, it was really difficult. No kidding. (laughs) Why would you start on book four? Although do but keep in mind, did. do keep in mind, Dom, I am the individual that we will say why the reason was, but started reading her fantasy series on book three. And this is epic, <laughs> thick book series and going, yes, I hmm, where are all these characters coming from? Oh, yes, I remember. Cause I'm on book three. Yes. At least there was a 20 year gap in the events. In that yeah, case. so that was my that was my only saving grace. Otherwise, you yeah, that killed me right there and like what there's like a week maybe or two i don't know i have to like go back and look at my timeline between strangers and heretics so So take the time go back to the beginning if you haven't already done so start at the beginning and, and and take some time to to learn about this very interesting woman this very interesting time, this very interesting place. 
and catch up with Nell Bentley before we see what it is that's actually going to happen to her <laughs> in the next two books. Before something blows up. <laughs> before she cuts the wrong wire. Because <laughs> <laughs> she will. <laughs> or she'll get pissed off and just walk out of the room. Right. <laughs> uh, which she's also been known to do. But not, but not soon enough. She, she, she never walks out before she, she runs her mouth. Something blows up behind her. Yeah, I know. Um, yeah, like the last fifteen pages of this book. Yes, I know. Uh, <laughs> you never fail to astound, amaze, and and just make the reader enjoy what it is you're giving them. And this book is just the next step in the evolution of this series. And it was wonderful for us to read, wonderful for us to to imbibe, and wonderful to have you on the show yet again. So hurry up with book five so we can have you back on again. (laughs) I'm trying. I'm I, I'm serious though when I say that like I'm pretty sure book five might be my favorite one. Um, certainly not the easiest to write, um, but it has been so fun to get into Nell's head in a way that she wasn't comfortable with before, and I mean arguably still isn't because when is Nell comfortable? But it, I was going to say, she hasn't so been comfortable fun. yet. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> now she's uncomfortable in new, different ways. <laughs> oh, yay. <laughs> v, thank you so much for coming on tonight. Thank you so much for being a friend of the show. Thank you so much for writing the way you write and doing the things you do. And don't ever stop, okay? I I will do my my merry best. And thank you for being one of the biggest supports and cheerleaders and being who you both are Um, because I I meant it when I said it before but Nell would not be where she is without you guys and I wouldn't be where I am without you guys either so thank you the book is Heretics it's book four in the Nell Bentley series the author V.S. Holmes Guy just just doesn't get any better than this. Thanks. (laughs) Thank you. Sci-Fi Saturday Night is made possible with the support of Granite Con and Double Midnight Comics, Plastic City Comic Con, The Upper Valley Comic Expo, Dreamforge Anvil and Dreamforge Magazine, and Comic Art House. If you're looking for a great gift idea, May we suggest Sci-Fi Saturday Night's anthology, My Peculiar Family, available on Amazon. The audiobook is also available on Audible. Our intro production was provided by Rob Watts. Check out all of his amazing work at robwattsonline.com. Our outro music was provided by Lawrence Made Me Cry. Their discography is available on Bandcamp. 
Thank you so much, Jojo. This is Dome saying shared pain is lessened, shared joy increased. Thus do we all refute entropy. So unless it's daytime, good night, everyone. I don't you hate people like me? I know I do.